Hi. Hi, everybody. It's Wednesday, October 9th. 2019. And I am... I am... I am Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather. And Heather is feeling a little under the weather today, so don't judge us. Forgive me if I speak slow. And, uh, yeah, let's let's do this Wednesday shit. Let's do it. It'll be fun. Do you want me to go first? I'm... I can go first if you want me to. Okay, you can go first. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> see how much I fuck this up after this. Okay, I have first uh, ginseng roots. This is a little book by Craig Thompson, and it just kind of chronicles his childhood of growing up in a small town and a uh, small town in Wisconsin, and it kind of focuses on how him and his brother work in the ginseng fields in Wisconsin and help their mother do that stuff. And it was really, really good. You just kind of get a really interesting introspective to, you know, life in the, the, the working class and how, you know, this sort of thing affected his life, you know, just kind of being thrown into it because they weren't making enough money necessarily in life. And it's interesting how he kind of, like, deep delves into, like, parts of ginseng you learn a lot about ginseng in this book i love ginseng so yeah it was interesting i really i really liked it i would definitely suggest it to anyone to pick up like the art is really cute the colors are really muted and just like very subtle and it's just very very interesting and then i have to go again because i didn't get very many comics (laughs) this week (laughs) and then i have thumbs Issue number five. This is the conclusion of the story, and I will read the back. We love when it provides info on the back. And this is my final, final back for here. And so we come to the end. In the last issue, Mom took her war directly to the power while Thumbs stumbled onto a new horror. Deep in the woods, Mom and Nia have been cultivating a resistance army of kids. Thumbs is now torn between the army that raised him and the kids they have indoctrinated he finds his sister and she mortally wounds nia and so the stage is set for the grand finale this was really good like in the end i like i know the first issue i was like i don't know about this i i fucking love this series (laughs) like at the end of the day like after finishing all the issues and i mean it ramped up in such a perfect way after i was done i just i don't know I love the shit out of it. It's hard to explain just like the aspect of technology affecting all of these people's lives to a point where they decide that they don't want technology because it has been ruining things for them, so to speak. And But they've developed all of these kids into this technology who they just, you know, are like, well, I don't know. It's just very interesting and it's very... I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I got a little emotional in the end because there's just like an interesting idea of like what it not necessarily like what it takes to be a hero, but like the sacrifices made to like do the heroic thing. To do like the right thing. To do the right thing for like everybody involved. Okay. I don't know. It was good. It was very good. The art is really interesting with all the like blacks and browns and like just pops of pink. It was, oh, had a good time. That's good. Yeah. Like I said, I was like, I don't know. I don't want to say surprised. I just, it's interesting how like the first issue just definitely didn't. How about pleasantly surprised? Yeah, pleasantly surprised. It was, it was good. I, I'm glad I kept, kept going. 
I'm glad you did too. It was only five issues. It was only five issues, and it was great. At a time of my life, and I loved all the outsides. Good, I'm glad. And all of the insides. I love the insides. Okay, I'm done, I promise. Okay, I have Jughead the Hunger versus Vampironica. This was issue number five. This is the last one of this series. Um, in this, uh, like in the previous issue, they discovered that Betty's cousin Bo is like a monster hunter, essentially, and he knows like what to do to prevent the vampires from overrunning Riverdale. Um, Sabrina is in there in spirit helping them. I, it's it's strange. Um, she is taking care of the present problem while Archie and the gang go with Bo to take care of the overall problem. Um, I, fucking, I fucking love this series. <laughs> Um, we love all of our books yeah. all of the time. I just, I guess the one thing that I really do love about like this one particularly is like the art. Oh my goodness. Sorry. Uh, like the colors and stuff. I just, I really love it. I love the stupid strained relationships between all of them. Um, I love how big of a doofus Archie is. He gets mad at some one point because like they go to say goodbye to everyone. Fucking Veronica kisses Jughead and then... Betty's like, no, what are you doing? And she kisses Jughead, and Archie's like, what? What about me? And gets really upset. Um, but this kind of ends on a cliffhanger. Uh, Veronica is doing her own thing, and it you find out that, like, the other three are missing. But it doesn't ever explain, like, what, what happened. Yeah, what happened to them. So I feel like it's going to lead into another series, which is going to be sick, and I am into it. <laughs> uh, there is a new Vampironica series called New Blood that will be coming out in a couple months. I don't know. I, I assume it'll tie in to this somehow, but I just, I'm not sure how. Um, yeah. So yeah, Five Issues, Jughead versus Vampironica. It was really good. And it was funny because they didn't end up versing each other at all. They ended up just like working together. So that was, that was pretty sick. That was just it. tricked you. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Am I? Oh, so I go next. Yes. I have Pretty Deadly, The Rat. This is issue number two. I just, it's such a good series. And then I found out they're doing a book club thing. Oh, cute. Yeah, so I, I'm pretty pretty into that. And I don't know, this brings in, um, God, I believe it's Alice. It's the, sorry, boys. Just give me one hot second. You should have written on the name. I should. She, because uh, I, I need... I had this all in my head. She is the Reaper of Death, I believe. I just sound like a goddamn idiot. It's okay. No, the Reaper of Death is kind of a... What is that term? Um, it's the same? Re- yeah. Repetitive, yeah, I guess? Yeah, yeah. But it's a really cool name. Sorry, I'm just reading. I'm just reading my comic book again, so I, I just made sure. Start at the beginning. <laughs> I'm sorry, because <laughs> it's just it's been a while since I've read like the Ginny Alice portion of this book, and it's like I got those two characters confused when I was reading like the first two trades. So oh, okay, it's something where I once again need to just like go back and get get all my pieces back together. But long story short. This issue, uh, 
the man who you met last issue whose niece had died, he's just kind of investigating that death and taking it. <coughs> Ooh. Uh, sorry, I, sorry I, I knew it was coming. That's why I've been holding my throat. <laughs> uh, investigating that death and trying to figure out, like, how his niece died and, like, how all of the pieces of the puzzle fit together. And usually within this book, they're searching for, like, different reapers who are, like, kind of errant from, like, the garden where they should be. I can't wait to go and read it. Yes. Go flop. If, if, I, uh, I, if I ever remember to bring that one trade from Chris's apartment, it would be fucking good. Yeah, because then I can read it. <laughs> yeah. No, I can, we still have that first one at work, so I might just, like, snab that tonight and read it. Snab? Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Nab? It is now. Snab. Snag. Snag. <laughs> yeah, nab. nab. Oh, my God. Snab. Let's snab it. Let's snab it. Okay, right. so we're, we're going together-ish. <laughs> Okay, so this is um, a little one-off from the You're the Villain series, The Joker. I'm not going to lie. The only reason I got this was because it's written by John Carpenter, who I love. Um, This was really weird. Yeah. And, like, it was also interesting at the same time. It's basically, like, if Joker had a sidekick that was severely mentally ill. Um, The sidekick kind of thinks that Joker is also mentally ill, which is why he does the thing that he does. Um, he follows him around for a while and discovers that he's not mentally ill. He's just a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there were some really funny parts in it, like the fucking, where they are dressing up as Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. Yeah. And then they find the guy walking the dog and he's like, deviance! <laughs> and they kill him. It's, it's really silly. Um, but if you, if you like the Joker, I would say definitely read it because it is a, a cool, I guess, little insight into his warped fucking head. And how he uses people who can't really think for themselves. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that is an aspect of that book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, <laughs> very, very interesting. Yeah, I just like I didn't really like. I don't know, man. I don't know how I felt because part of me is like I fucking hated that. Mm-hmm. I I just didn't like it at all. And the other part of me is like, well, some some aspects of it were like, oh, okay. But it is what it is. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's- I thought it was interesting that it came out, like, after the Joker movie, and apparently the Joker movie is about how he's mentally ill, and this was like, no, he's not. He's <laughs> just a piece of shit. He's just evil. Just yeah. get over it. Yeah. So I don't know what to believe. <laughs> um, yeah, Joker. Joker. We it's, did it. Yeah, it's just the Joker. It's we, done. Yeah, we did it. It is done. Yes. It's uh, You gotta go next. Oh, now. I gotta go. Okay. Uh, this is Reaver. Uh, this is issue number four. I think this is only five issues. I can't remember. I can't say I can't remember. I know, you only read the first one. <laughs> but basically, the, the group of prisoners make it to the anvil where they're supposed to go. And um, they kind of have this plan hatched where they're going to go inside and try to like use the anvil for whatever reason. And it starts working out fine. But then the one guy who you think is going to betray them the, the entire time betrays them. Huh. Um, Huh. And that's like how it ends. <laughs> Who would have thought, right? <laughs> but it's, um, I still surprisingly really enjoy this. Uh, I just like all the different characters and how they work together and how they're all doing things for their own reason. But like some of them are actually doing it for each other as well. Because mm-hmm. um, they're all from different parts of this world and they were all raised differently and taught to fight differently. And some of them are actually bad, but like the the skin eater is actually, like, a really good person. She just was... She eats skin is the thing. Like, and it's to protect herself. (laughs) Like, 
okay, I'm going to kill this person. Why waste the skin? Um, <laughs> so true. But I mean, come on. But yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting, and I wasn't at all surprised when the guy like betrayed them. But it was also one of those things where I was like, "You guys were so fucking close. Why did you have to do it now?" <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there's only one issue left. Um, it's fun, and apparently, I think it's the same group of creators. They're doing that new one, uh, heart heart attack. Okay, I don't know none of the people working on this. <laughs> But it straight up says right here, it was like, um, before you go, make sure to turn the page and check out a preview of our newest book. Oh, but I didn't read all of it. <laughs> so it's just a Skybound one, apparently. That's it. I'm sorry, guys. I cannot think clearly right now. My head is full of loogies. Oh, damn, dude. That was perfect. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's go on. Okay, so here's Hellmouth. This is the first part of... This Hellmouth. Cute little five-part series. Um, I love the art in this. I was wondering if this art would have been more up your alley. I was pleased, especially because, like, they got the hair right. Spike's eternal look of just disgust <laughs> is perfect. I yeah. just, I really liked it. I thought it looked really good. The colors are fantastic. I think this was the first Buffy comic that had, like, the most words. Yeah, there. It took me a while to read this one. I'm not gonna lie; like, I even went back and read it a second time because I was like, gotta make sure I didn't miss anything. Because <laughs> I was not in my right mind last night when I was reading this. I re I really liked this overall, though. You get like more Cordelia and how like she's just like kind of, you know, Cordelia. Cordelia. That is the only way to mm -hmm. sa sassy. Yeah. And just very put off by the entire group. <laughs> yeah. Just like, all right, guys. There's obviously shit going on, but like, whatever. I'm still Cordelia. Yeah. I just really like the idea of like, I don't know, just just Buffy doing Buffy shit. Mm -hmm. And this is probably the most Buffy shit she's done so far. Yeah. And also like Drusilla being just a bad bitch. I okay. When I watched the show, Drusilla was my favorite. The first time I dyed my hair black, it was for <laughs> Halloween because I was being Drusilla. That's good. Yeah. Uh, that's I think I was wonderful. In, I think I was in seventh grade. So reading a comic where she is just the epitome of just bad bitch vampire, I was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah, because they just kind of like you know stomp her down mm -hmm. until like she's gone from Spike but even then she's just like yeah I think that like woo yeah like, I, I really do like her in the in the TV show but I do feel like they watered down like the kind of person that she is which I get because of everything that had happened but same time like seeing this version of her I was like you know what maybe I'll be Drusilla again for <laughs> Halloween this year fuck Magneto I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's fine. You do what you need to do. But we can't do a couple's costume. <laughs> it's fine. If I'm Drusilla and you're the other one. Uh, but yeah, Hellmouth. It's a five-part series. It's tied in with the Buffy and the Angel series. But yeah. I am not doing any of the Angel ones because I don't particularly care for Angel. Sorry, Christopher. But I, I did like him in this. This is where they officially Make, like me yeah. too, by the way. Yeah, it's a, you know, he's... It's Angel still. Yeah. And I don't, I, I guess I don't know for sure, but I don't feel like you will need to read the Angel series to yeah, get any I, of it. I'm not sure yet either. Especially if you're familiar with, like, the Buffy universe. I feel if you're not, you might have to, but. Yeah. I don't know. We might just, like, pick it off the wall. Yeah. Re read it real fast. See what happens. I might do that. <laughs> we have all of them. <laughs> uh, so I am next. 
This is The Batman's Grave. This is issue number one of a 12-part series. Jeez. That Nomen Omen I discovered was a 15-part series. Who does that? Other than regression. (laughs) And I think that was just because they just wanted to get it over with. Uh, I like this. I dug it a lot. It's just basically like Batman doing detective shit. Trying to get inside the head of a killer and... Classic. Yeah, no, it was just really good. I liked it overall. Very, very good. Very good Warren Ellis book. Oh, Warren Ellis did? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Cool. That's why I grabbed it. Makes sense now. Um, yeah. Although I feel like you would have gotten it anyway, at least the first issue. Yeah, probably. But I just hopped on right away and just like, yeah, Warren Ellis is fine. It's fine. We like this guy. It's fine. I like this guy. It'll be good. But I, did. I thought it was really interesting. I don't really have a lot to say about it because there's a lot of pieces to it. And I read it last night when I read, like, several other comics. And I need to probably reread it just because there is a lot of information. I forgot I read another comic, but I left it at home because I didn't have a bag and board for it. So I also – can I jump in and <laughs> – Yeah, go, go do okay. your thing. Okay, so I got the Joker Harley uh, – what was it called? Criminal... Criminal... Sanity? Yeah. I think... Incrim- incriminating sanity. Something like that. I cannot remember the name of it. Um, it's apparently going to be nine issues, which oh, I also wow. think is weird. That's a lot for that, especially once I tell you what it's about. Um, so it's Harley Quinn as like a serial killer chaser, essentially, um, chasing or hunting down Joker, who is a serial killer. Criminal sanity. Criminal sanity. Is that what we said? I, I can't remember. I can't remember what we said. Shit. Okay. <laughs> I can't go back in time right now. Um, it was weird, first of all. Uh, it flashes back and forth between, like, the present and the past, but the past is, like, certain situations that she's referencing where, like, the serial killer had struck. The art is so fucking weird, I don't know if I even like it. It looks like someone just took a snapshot and then drew lines over it. It was weird. It was too realistic for me. It wasn't bad, definitely. Like, I'm sure there are people who mm-hmm. like it, but the way, the contrast between, like, the present, which was black and white and beautiful, and then, like, when it went to the past, it was, like, portraits, just, like, Kodak shot pictures printed out at Walmart and then taped to a piece. Uh. It was strange. Um, I only got the first issue that I don't know if I'll get the the second because I don't know if it, like, grabbed me enough. It was – she does a seminar at one point and talks about, like, different serial killers. And I feel like that was just an excuse for this artist to, like, draw these, like, perfect portraits yeah. of, like, these serial killers. Um, you did show me those. Yeah. It, like, Ted Bundy, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that looks just like him. That's, like, not – it's not an exaggeration at no, all. No, it like, does look it exactly like him. Like it was exactly wild. Like to the point where I didn't even have to read the pages. I just opened and I was like, "Oh, that's Richard Trenton Chase." And it was like, "Holy shit, that is him." They're talking about him, and no one ever talks about him. So that was weird. Um, I don't know, <laughs> guys. I really don't know. Especially because I read like Harleen, and I felt like that was really, really good. And then when you compare it to this one, I'm just—it's not—it's not bad, is what I'm saying. It's just I don't think it's for me, which right. is weird because yeah. I'm like into that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, you really so, are. I don't know. The fact that it, I'm not into it probably says something about how I feel about it. But I'm not going to say 100. percent You guys have to like tear this whole segment apart and analyze everything that I've said to determine it. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I don't feel good. <laughs> you have to go back and listen to this 14 times and yeah. once backwards, just in case. Yeah, and then you'll know how I feel about Joker and Harley, criminal sanity. All right, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, this is Ronan Island. Uh, issue seven? Yeah. I was like, I don't know what issue this issue is. Issue seven. It says on the back, and I was like, what issue <laughs> I was trying to look in the camera. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, as we know, in the previous issues, Kenichi and Hannah got separated. Um, Kenichi is with... I think he was going to the island to warn them. Yep. He got captured by like a group of bandits somehow managed to convince the bandits to like go kill the shogun so that's what they're doing hannah meanwhile is trying to get the shogun and what is this sato sato to realize what they're doing is not right yeah um because she she does like him and she wants him to like just be think for himself and do the right thing he yeah. has that ability like yeah. he just has he's just like the shogun if we follow him Everything will be, will be fine. Okay. Just like yeah, this man is like trapped a giant monster and is just like unhinged. Let's follow this thing. Yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah, he's he's fucking wild. But um <laughs> Kenichi and Hannah do reconnect in this issue and it like the previous one, it kind of goes back and shows like important parts in their childhood, which I really, really love. Yes. Um Every shows. every time they've done that in these issues, it's just been so perfect. Yeah, it all makes sense. Like, because when you read the first one, you know that there's something between them. Like, they've known each other previously, yeah. but they never really go into it. Um, with this, it, you know, shows them, like, working against each other and then I, how they yeah. work together. I'd almost say not necessarily, like, against each other as much as her just being, like, open up your eyes and yeah. see what's happening. I feel like she's... Very, like, aware as well as just, like, you know, trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And while also wanting to do the right thing. Yeah. it's And it's interesting how she's just trying to get these people to, like, do that as well. Yeah, it's been really interesting because... Yeah, I remember, like, with the first couple issues, I wasn't quite sure. Like, I was immediately drawn in with the first one just because of, like, their friendship relationship yeah. thing. And then, like, the more you get into it, the more you realize it's, like it goes back a long way and there's so much depth to yeah. it. I guess like with any friendship, especially like where you're not really friends either. Mm-hmm. You just kind of exist together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good way to put that. Yeah. It's a, uh, cause I, they, by all rights, they should be friends yeah. cause they're the same age. They, they were raised in the same Island, but they do come from like different worlds essentially. Cause you know, as we mentioned, she's poor and like a farmer and he is, not. And she's Very not. Korean, correct? Yes. Yes, that's right. That's right, yeah. Yeah. There's Sorry. a lot of prejudice. <laughs> um, that's, I, that's not... I don't know why I just laughed. I, I, I don't... I didn't even register that you were like... Anyway. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. But yeah, this... That page. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, this series is really, really, really good. Yes. Um, I can't keep looking through that because it, like, made me emotional. The last few issues have made me really emotional. And I don't know if it's because they come out, like, around the time that I'm either, like, bleeding or I'm sick. So I just get really emotional when I'm reading them. Sorry. Well, They're good. (laughs) They're so good. Okay. Let's do this. Another thing that makes me emotional. It's Loki. It's Loki. 
This is issue number four. This is called <laughs> Hero at Last. I don't actually know if that's what it's called. It's just what it says on here. This is uh, Loki's big fight with Nightmare. And it is a big fight. It's a really big fight. And it also proves that Loki is, like, way smarter and then he leads on. Yeah, I'm interested, like, every time I'm just like, oh, this is great. Yeah. This is such a good time. I'm yeah. having a great time right now. I The whole nightmare scene was really fucking incredible. He was like, no, that's not my nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I just pretended, pretended it, it was. was. Yeah. It just gives you insight to him so much and how he, like, wants to interact with his world and everything that's going on. And just, yeah. <laughs> what? Loki's no doom. <laughs> I mean, he's not. He's Loki. <laughs> he is Loki. But he is very tricksy. Yeah. Um, thought that was interesting, the little uh, dialogue that he has at the end with the woman. Um, it's so smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a... Uh, I, I love Loki. I think he's just fantastic. Huh. Do you? <laughs> this is... This is news to me, everybody. I didn't know this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm not very, I'm not going to lie. I'm not very familiar with Doom, so I don't, I didn't know that he could make people do things. <laughs> Can he? Is this a joke? I don't feel good. <laughs> don't, don't be broken. It's fine. Okay. We're just, we're going to go on. I'm sorry. Next. <laughs> We have uh, Invaders. This is issue 10. The most old man comic. Super old man my comic. My favorite old man comic. Yeah. I grabbed my bifocals and put my robe on when I was reading that this morning. And I did save it for this morning so that I would remember what happens when we talk about it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just continuing the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cap and Bucky have been turned... Into water breathers. Yeah, so they can infiltrate Atlantis to try to figure out what the F's going on and to steal. To steal. <laughs> they just want to steal. That's it. They're really criminals. Uh, oh, yeah, that would make it pretty difficult. <laughs> I can just imagine him like, <laughs> I want these keys work. Doom! <laughs> Uh, okay, invaders. Yeah, sorry. Um, so, what is his friend's, well, old friend, Roman. Um, he's a big dick, um, and he is doing things that he shouldn't be doing, and Namor is getting really upset about it. Um, Roxanne is a big part of the reason why Atlantis gets fucked. Yes. And that goes, talks about it here. There's a lot of words in this, but it's definitely worth reading. Uh, it is very interesting. I like that they show like the old Namor and then like the the new one and how different he is and yeah I like how like in the beginning of this with the intro how he's like Cap come with me to Atlantis this is great mm-hmm. you'll love it if you can't be at home because you're afraid it will tarnish your idea of home come with me to my most perfect home mm-hmm. yeah you can see like the 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 difference. In past Namor and present Namor, because present Namor is like, get out of my home. I don't want this human here. Uh, I'm also very excited for them to be just like stranded on an island together. Yeah, I am super excited. Um, I hope it's something along the lines of like Castaway, except like Captain America is Wilson. I honestly was having the same thought process. Good. We, we have done it. We have become one. Yep. We are hive mind. <laughs> yeah, Invaders, number 10. Or are we the phalanx thing? 
Phalanx, speaking of, this is Powers. This is the the last issue in the, this series. Yeah, dude. It's it's pretty bananas. It's great. I I love it. I love it so much. I think I finally understand what's going on. I read about it a little bit this morning. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I was like, I was curious. Um, but as you know, I'm not feeling well. Yes. Uh, and I can only remember like parts of what I had read. Um, but there is an entire Reddit thread about it where someone like actually broke it down like page by page okay. essentially of like what happens. It's very, very interesting. Uh, but what I do remember is that, you know, pretty much Xavier and Magneto are told one thing, you know, like it doesn't matter what you do. It's always going to end the same. And they're like, <laughs> but, but is it, <laughs> let us do something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. Also, I like how this was just like 666. Yeah. I had no like real reaction to that. <laughs> and, well, I just like, I just thought about it, like seeing the six of six and then, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. More, more sixes being in this issue without, you know, kind of giving everything away. So if you read this series, you will summon something unholy. <laughs> the, the Satan is here. Yes. But like, fuck, dude, this was such a great wrap up to this book. Like every, I feel like every question I kind of had was answered within what was given to me. Mm -hmm. I suppose, in a way. Um, I thought... What I really, really liked about this is it was literally just pages from all the other issues, but it was the scenes that were confusing that you didn't quite understand. Yeah, like so this the behind one, the scenes. Yeah, so this like brings it all together and explains, you know, like, oh, this is what this meant in this previous issue. So it all kind of makes sense now. Mm -hmm. It's it's also interesting how this book's books, the books, the books bring into question, like, people feeling like the X-Men are the bad guys versus the good guys. and Or, you know, just because they're at this point where they're just being so morally ambiguous to people. Like, of course, they're going to seem like the bad guys and, I guess, to humans. But I don't know. There's just so much more to, to that idea than just, like, what would you do if you needed, like, wanted your people to survive? You would do anything. You would do anything. Mm-hmm. You do whatever it takes. And that's part of Moira's thing is it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. Because it's just always nice. going to end the same. Um, but yeah, this is, it was really good. It was, it was really good. It was really good. I, I feel sad for anybody who missed out, which is fine. It's fine. You're fine. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to read it, but I would say like if you want to talk to me about it. <laughs> It's, uh, I've had, you know, four different conversations about this book today. <laughs> I haven't had any, um, except this one with you. Yeah. But I probably will tonight when people come in. Yeah, no, it was good. And Wit, Wit read issue of six of House, yes, or yesterday, I think he said. Mm -hmm. So he just was, like, super hyped on that. And then, that's, like, the thing is I've gotten people who've just read, like, House six, and then they're, like, that was great. I don't wonder. I wonder what Powers is gonna do. And then I'm just like, just, just read it. Just, just you wait, my boys. Just you. Just wait. you wait. So that's that's that. You're looking at all the all the mute. Muties. Yeah, just trying to figure out who they all are because 
they're most of them are very clear, obviously, but this one and this one are not. I think that's Magneto, right? I'm just guessing by the. I can't really tell. Yeah, see, it's hard to tell. I don't know. There's another problem for you guys to try to solve and tell me about. So then, the is it next week starts? Yeah, X Men. The the dawn of X. So. Yep. Uh, it actually says in the back. Yes. So, yeah, next week is the new X-Men series. The week after is Marauders. Oh, yeah, yeah. X-Men, X-Men Marauders, Marauders, then Excalibur, then X-Force, then New Mutants, then Fallen Angels. So at least they didn't give it all to us on, like, one day. Yeah, no, that's very true. That's they're they're spreading it out over, over every single week. That's so nice, though. Well, we'll get X-Men books every single week until we die. <laughs> Handle this. Uh, and Heather's about to die, so it'll be fine. Yep. All right. Okay. Go to work. <laughs> so we'll see you all later, and uh, have a have a wonderful Wednesday. You know the normal. Go buy comic books. Go do great things. We love you, and goodbye. You didn't ruin anything, by the way. That it's an interactive show. We just we enjoyed that. I just don't know what I'm talking about today. So. Yeah, Patrick. Don't don't stress. I apologize. You interact all you want. Yes. Please. Talk to us. Talk to us. That's the whole point. Is yes. To, you know, talk comics. Except not now because we're leaving. Yeah, we Bye. gotta go. <laughs> uh, nobody ever talks to us. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason. <laughs>